Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to Conversations with My Higher Self. How are you? We have a very fun topic to cover today. Today, we're going to be talking about the days of the week, how they correspond to different planets in the solar system, and what does that mean for you and your life? We're going to talk about aligning yourself to the cosmic energies that every single day of the week brings because once you start moving in sync with the planets, once you start moving in sync with the consciousness that dwells within the solar system, life becomes a lot easier. You never have to walk an uphill battle. You can always just, uh, you know, stay in the flow, be in the flow. Life becomes easier, achieving goals becomes more seamless. There are many, many benefits. I also don't find that um, there's a lot of conversations around how days of the week align to energies. And so I figured my might as well start fixing that. Um, okay, now before we get started, a couple of housekeeping items. If you are not following me on YouTube, uh, perhaps you should. I am at This Is Maria, Maria with an interesting spelling, M-A-R-I-Y-A. We're uploading uh, videos weekly now um, on top of, you know, the recordings, the video recordings of this podcast. We are creating separate videos for YouTube. Um, we made one on Twin Flame versus Soulmate recently. So if you're curious about that topic, this is not something that we covered heavily on the podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. This is Maria. If you are meditating with me on our Sacred Universe podcast, I'm sending you a big virtual hug. Thank you for doing that. Um, if you are not, you're massively missing out because we are uploading new meditations and sacred journeys weekly uh, on Sundays as well. So check that out, our sacred universe. Last but not least, my book is available on Amazon. I wrote it November of last year is when, when it launched. It's called 72 Keys to Manifestation or an Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a wonderful book that would help you unlock your own personal well of abundance it is essentially a crash course on how to get what you want in life within 72 days. So check it out if you haven't already. Okay, you guys, we have a very rich topic. It's really fun. Also, this topic is really fun. So why don't we dive right in? We're going to start with Sunday just because. Why not, right? It makes sense. Um, so Sunday is the day of the sun. Thankfully, the English language still preserved that connection. And so this one is kind of almost easy um, to, to draw the connection with. Now, before we dive into uh, Sunday, I will tell you this. Nothing that I am sharing today is meant to be prescriptive because I hate dogma of all kinds or any kind. That being said, it is meant to hopefully broaden your perspective and open your eyes to a world of possibilities within the energy realm. I find that humanity likes to align with different portals, you know, new moons as well, full moons, there's a lot of that going on, you know, equinoxes and solstices, um, etc, etc. But not so much to the day of the week yet. It used to be the case at one point. Now this knowledge is very well lost. Big chunks of the knowledge on planet Earth got burned with a library of Alexandria, actually, uh, in Egypt. 
So um, it just happened so that for many, many centuries, a lot of the lore that connected, that was, that has been gathered, um, or was being gathered by the sages of the old for generations, um, you know, initially it was accumulated in, in the libraries of Lemuria, then, um, and, and in the libraries of Atlantis. And when Atlantis um, fell, so to say, um, a lot of the sacred scrolls migrated to Egypt. Um, initially, um, um, around um, Cairo and, you know, by the pyramids of Giza, under the pyramids of Giza, um, there used to be, and still is, by the way, uh, a, a very large library. Now, the library that exists right now is mostly etheric. It's not physical anymore because um, a lot of the scrolls got migrated to um, the Library of Alexandria, uh, which unfortunately burned down. And so a lot of that lore that came from quote unquote gods, but really extraterrestrials that really understood cosmos and the energies of the universe got burned. And it was a very unfortunate situation. It was a big loss uh, for planet Earth's consciousness, for humanity in general. And so, yeah, it was kind of a bummer, not going to lie. And part of what burned in the libraries of Alexandria um, is all the lore around how the energies of every day of the week connect to planetary movements, cosmic movements, and what that means actually. So it had a lot of practical guidance that got lost. So we're reviving it today. Um, and yeah, putting a stake in the ground and saying enough's enough. Okay, Sunday, Sun oh, last thought, right? So while this is not meant as prescriptive, none of this is prescriptive, this is simply yet another way to amplify your energies for you to sync up with the universe, right? Because it's all about the daily syncs. It's all about the baby steps. It's all about the small, the little things in life um, that really help amplify. You know, if every day you can be 5% more in tuned, I don't know, 10% more aligned over time, it's a compounding effect, right? So over time, you're gonna see a big, big difference in your life. Okay, and now we can, we can start with Sunday. Sunday is the day of the sun. Uh, Sunday has always been a holy day, a sacred day across pretty much all um, lineages, all generations, all, all the countries, all the different um, timelines um, of the multiverse. Sunday has thankfully been one of those days where um, it has been recognized very often as the day of reset for the week. So Sunday as the day of the sun. Um, serves a very critical function um, in your life. Um, Sunday is connecting you to the solar matrix. I've mentioned it in one or two episodes before that there is a solar matrix and there's a lunar matrix. Um, we live in virtual reality. If you've been with me, this is not going to come as a surprise. You know, if, if you're new here, welcome. You're going to hear all kinds of things on this, on this podcast that you may or may not hear anywhere else. So there are two matrices, um, that we should be concerned with on planet earth, the solar matrix and the lunar matrix. The lunar matrix is the matrix that is specific to planet earth. It is projected forth from the moon. Um, for those of you that like, love uh, conspiracy theories, probably going to love that one. Um, and it is a very localized matrix, right? Um, it is a matrix that, um, you know, um, does, uh, create that the ebbs and flows of the planet earth moves the, um, liquids, all the liquids on planet earth, 
um, creates a lot of cyclicality on planet Earth as well. So the lunar matrix is the localized matrix. It's important, but it's almost like the, you know, if you should think of planet Earth as an incubator of sorts. It's a fairly closed, uh, closed down planet. It's an ecosystem in and of itself. Um, very often souls that incarnate on planet Earth uh, would come, come back here over and over and over again, um, you know, not necessarily go to other worlds. So it's, it's an incubator type planet. Um, let's call it that. And so this incubator essentially is run by the lunar matrix. The solar matrix is the matrix that connects the entire Milky Way galaxy. It is a higher dimensional, much higher frequency matrix that essentially connects you or everyone straight up to source consciousness or God, goddess, the absolute, however you want to call that, the universe. The solar matrix is a very, a very high vibrational structure. As such, it helps us synchronize to what is going on beyond planet Earth, to what is the truth of the Milky Way galaxy, as well as what is the truth of source energies themselves. And so the solar matrix is, A, it's a much bigger structure, it's a larger structure. It is something that is available to every single planet in the Milky Way galaxy. Um, it has, like I said, we, we, we do share a solar matrix. It doesn't mean that the solar matrix, by the way, one thing that it's important to note is this. Um, suns, right? There's more than one. There's the sun that is our local immediate sun in the solar system. But um, there are plenty of suns. There are millions of suns in the Milky Way galaxy alone. And uh, the sun, when, when I'm saying the sun of the solar matrix, I don't mean our local sun. I actually mean the central sun of the Milky Way galaxy. Um, so if you were to imagine, you know, the Milky Way as kind of like the pinwheel galaxy that it is, um, there is a central sun located kind of in the center, no pun intended. Um, and um, that sun is really like a proxy for source consciousness. So it's almost like as if source placed itself inside of the matrix of the Milky Way galaxy and is running it from within. And so our local sun is actually a, a doorway into that central sun. So it is a network, right? All suns are interconnected uh, between one another, kind of like a net uh, or a spider web, if you will. And um, they are, it, it's kind of like having the headquarters and then, then a bunch of satellite offices. So our um, local sun is a satellite office of the central sun which means that it's essentially transmitting the same exact codes from source consciousness that are transmitted from the central sun. And so when I say the solar matrix, I actually mean this entire network, but really the most important part is that it's a high frequency, high dimensional um, network that helps introduce a lot of healing frequencies, a lot of codes for upgrade, and development and ascension, if you will. Um, and essentially the central sun, sun's job is to disseminate those codes all across the Milky Way. And our sun, local sun is receiving that and is also transmitting locally here. So the day of the sun, Sunday, is a day for all of us to recharge our batteries. By Sunday, 
we um, we tend to run low on batteries. And so essentially our internal battery uh, is only good enough for seven days. And so every seven days we have to recharge. And every seven days, Central Sun transmits a new set of codes, a new batch of codes um, that we all can partake uh, in and receive from the Central Sun. And so our batteries, our internal uh, bodies are naturally wired to spend a few hours on Sunday just recharging, right? Recharging, uploading the codes, absorbing the codes, decoding the codes, and kind of like doing this cosmic work. Now, um, depending on whether we are consciously aware of it or not, the amount of codes we can absorb would be different. Right now, it is very much in the background and humanity is getting only about two to 3% of the codes that is available to it. Because again, this knowledge of the day of the sun has been lost. The, the concept of the solar matrix is not necessarily talked about at all. And so something like that, um, you know, if, if humanity was only open to understanding, these codes are actually an incredible doorway and an incredible assistance uh, tool um, toward, you know, that can, can help with so many different things from healing to awakening to uh, finding, you know, and following your North Star to being on the path to working through karma, all of it. Like the sun helps with all of it. Like the sun is kind of like your personal guide on this journey that we call life, right? And this guide has a vested interest in you succeeding and you're learning the lessons and you passing the tests and the exams and, and, and the rites of passage and all of the above, right? And so working with the solar energies intentionally would enable and open you up to be able to recalibrate your body on a weekly basis in a way that is way more amplified compared to what's happening right now. Again, going back to my original point that between only between we are currently receiving only between two and three percent of the codes um, that we're meant to receive as humanity. What does this mean? That means that humanity's evolutionary process is tampered. Um, it, it means tapered. Sorry, that it's um, we're not able to go as quickly or as far as we could have if we were only to receive the codes. So what's important to do on a Sunday? Reconnect with the sun. The Sunday has always been a day for rituals and ritualistic um, actions, activities related to the sun. Greeting the sun on a Sunday, as well as saying goodbye to the sun on uh, when, when the sun goes down on Sunday, very important. So you need to, at least two major touch points from the sun. The first, like the, the, the touch point when you greet the sun in the morning on a Sunday is essentially how does, how does that touch point happen? You would face the sun and you would imagine the sun hitting, you know, uh, not imagine, you would hopefully let the sun hit your face. There are many different places uh, that are optimal for, for the sun to hit your place, uh, sorry, your body. Third eye is one, your heart space is another, whether the lower heart or higher heart doesn't really matter. Each of you also has a sunspot, a very unique spot of your body where naturally the energy of the sun could come in inside of your body. And that is the, it, it's almost like um, you're like electric plug. That is how I would describe that, that spot. It is the most beloved spot on your body um, that is meant to receive 
high vibrational sound frequencies. If you were to close your eyes right now and ask the universe to show you where your sound spot is, you would notice that there's like a, like a, mini, a little mini sun that is emerging like a sphere of light and it is placing itself on a part of your body. That is your sunspot. Sunspot, knowing your sunspot, working with your sunspot, exposing your sunspot to the sun, like unobstructed, without clothing, at least once a week for 15 minutes is paramount if you are seeking to live a, a happy and successful life. Okay, so that's the, the solar matrix and the sunspot. Why is it important to greet the sun in the morning, to greet the sun in the morning? When you are doing the action or the ritual of greeting the sun in the morning, you are inviting the sun energies to enter your body and to enter your sunspot and to start recharging yourself. It's kind of like plugging yourself into an electric outlet. That is the equivalent of what you're doing when you're greeting the sun in the morning. When you're, the sun is setting down at sunset, it is important to acknowledge that the sun has been working hard at fueling you with the energies that you need. And it's very important to send a lot of gratitude to the sun. And that is a closing ceremony. That is the absolute very minimum that you should be doing um, if you're seeking to benefit from the energies of the sun. Another thing that's really, really important to do on the day of the sun. The sun brings everything into equilibrium. The sun unites polarities. Um, a third dimensional time-space reality is a very polarized world. It's very black and white. You know, we divide things quite a lot into this is good and this is bad. Um, you know, this is a hero, this is a villain. Like, there's a lot of polarities. And Sunday is the only day of the week, you guys, that would enable you to bring these polarities back into unity consciousness. So if you believe in unity consciousness, if you believe that we are all one, or even if you don't, Sunday is the day to truly experience this. Within our own bodies, right, we have two energies running rampant, the masculine and the feminine, regardless of your gender, right? The right side of our body is the masculine side, the left side of our body is the feminine side. What happens on the day of the sun? On the day of the sun, you should be bringing these two polarities together literally sitting down into meditation for at least three minutes and imagining, right? Again, like if you were to imagine that there is a stream of essentially golden light, right? That goes from your, um, uh, from the crown chakra down your body on the right side of your body, that would be your masculine polarity. And then if you would imagine another stream, let's say of blue light, coming down from the center of Mother Earth up your chakras and, and up the, the mm, crown center. That would be a feminine polarity on the left side, right? On the day of the sun, the two need to um, be merged together via the form of a double helix. So as the two strands of the DNA, they need to start wrapping around the other. Um, another way to think about it is the caduceus symbol. Do, do you guys know like this, the symbol of uh, like there is like the, the rod and then the two snakes wrapping around? Um, you know, um, it's, a, it's a symbol that, you know, a lot of Jewish mystics use, etc. You've all seen it. Um, you know, they have a similar symbol to, to symbolize medicine. Why do they do it? If, if you listen to my, to my episode about the Nagas, 
Um, the Nagas are actually were actually the original healers. Um, their venom is actually incredibly healing. Even even to this day, humanity uses the venom of snakes to heal some some pretty sophisticated disease in in small doses, right? And so part of the the magic of the unification of of polarities also came from the snakes, but uh, so did the the medicine, right? Anyway. We're not talking about the Nagas, but I digress. Going back to the meditation that you should be doing, you should be first imagining the two streams, the masculine and the feminine, and then you should be bringing them around one another, like wrapping them like a DNA. And imagining that all the meantime, the sun is right above your head. Right above your head is the sun, right? Right below your feet is Mother Earth, right? So we're looking at these two polarities. So we're not only are we bringing the masculine and the feminine within our bodies, we're also bringing the masculine polarity of the sun and the feminine polarity of the mother earth into unity and unification, right? So it's kind of like the four forces coming together via the strands of the DNA, via this double helix. Okay, so that is what the sun is good for. Refueling and recharging, right? Downloading the cosmic codes of you know, consciousness and development and everything else from, from uh, the central sun and then unifying polarities and healing your relationship between your inner masculine and your inner feminine, right? Because it's so important to keep them these two in balance. Moving on, Monday. If I were to single-handedly design and redesign the human work week, the work week on planet Earth, I would make Sunday and Monday uh, the weekend for everybody other than probably the Jewish people. And I'll comment on that when we talk about Saturdays um, later. But I am convinced <laughs> that Monday is not the day that's meant for, you know, um, it's meant for hard work. And it irks me that Monday is when most people start their, um, their work week. No wonder people hate Mondays. Like 40% of humanity dislikes Mondays. That's pretty crazy, you guys. I mean, pretty crazy. There's no other day of the week that so many people dislike. Most most often, humanity is kind of like agnostic to days of the week. Friday is kind of more love because it's like, ooh, before the weekend. But Monday gets a lot of hate. And Monday gets a lot of hate not for nothing. It's not just because humans <laughs> hate their jobs. And enough, enough humans do, but it's not the only reason. The reason that Mondays don't feel great, you guys, is because on Mondays, you're not meant to go, go, go. Just not meant to go, go, go. If, you know, and we're gonna talk exactly why. Because this is not the day for you to pressure yourself into anything, including waking up early and following a schedule or any of that. This is actually the day for the opposite of schedules. And yeah, and that's why humanity really struggles with Mondays. And so if I were to rewrite it, I'd start the work week on Tuesdays we would be a lot happier as the human race. Anyway, Mondays. Monday's the day of the moon. Monday, moon day. Again, thank you, the English language kept that connection, cosmic connection. Monday connects us to the lunar matrix. Monday is the second day of the week that is a recalibration day. However, on Sunday, you start with the cosmic codes, right? Number one, most important thing, reconnect with the cosmic codes high dimensional frequencies, frequencies for development. Why is that the number one most important thing? Because you all incarnate on planet Earth in order to grow and develop. The codes that you need in order to grow and develop come from the solar matrix, not from the lunar matrix. I hate to say this. For the most part, 
this is a take this as a general overgeneralization. Sorry, no pun intended. But the the codes that are gonna push you, the codes that are gonna you know inspire you, the codes that are gonna ignite you, the high dimension, high frequency fire codes are the sun codes, you guys, not the moon codes, right? These are the ones that are gonna propel you forward. These are the Sunday codes. Monday is very different. Monday is aligning yourself with your inner water, aligning yourself with Mother Earth, right? Aligning yourself with the energies of the Mother Earth. So if Sunday were very high frequency, very high dimensional, kind of like up in the cosmos, Monday is our way to get grounded again, right? And because the week happens, all these days happens on a weekly cadence, right? It gets us into a groove of like doing things in a specific way that would serve us. Being both grounded, being grounded on a Monday is just as important as being ungrounded, so to say, on a Sunday. Because if you're overly grounded, it's very hard for you to upload and download solar codes. If you're not grounded on a Monday, you're not gonna feel good. So Monday is a day for you to descend, so, so to say, back into the earthly plane to anchor and grow the roots here. Um, it's a day to rebalance your waters. The moon is in charge of the waters in our body. And water your inner garden. Water things uh, like your intentions, right? Not take action on them, just water. That's why the moon, um, the moon is actually the, the day that, uh, sorry, Monday. Monday is a day that is run by water. Sunday is a day that run by fire. Integrating the water within yourself, allowing the water to rebalance itself, is extremely healing but because on mondays humanity is starting the work week and it's go 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 all the time that natural water rebalancing act is not happening you know what else is not happening as a byproduct healing monday is the day for healing that type of healing that happens through mother earth through nature connection through rebalancing your own waters, through grounding, right? So it's both the earth and the water, meaning in terms of elements. Our bodies are incredibly sophisticated. They're very robust, extremely intuitive. They were built by the grand creator himself, herself. That being said, there is all the information and there is all the knowledge and all the wisdom that we need to heal ourselves that is located within our bodies if only we allow our bodies to flow with the rest of existence. Monday is an important day for healing. If you push, push, push through Monday, if you pressure yourself into anything on Monday, it becomes actually, so essentially instead of your power, personal power, going into the healing process, which would be natural on a Monday, what ends up happening is all of that power goes into pressuring and forcing yourself back into the work week. So if you at all, by the way, can control your work week, if you can have flexible days off, do yourself a favor and take Monday off. I'm not kidding. That's why I actually really love that most of the holidays in the US fall on a Monday when, when they do fall. And I don't know if you guys notice, but the level of happiness really goes up for people during those long weekends. And it's not just because it's a long weekend. I guarantee you we would not be feeling quite as good if it fell on a Friday and you had a long weekend of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
because we would not be leveraging the fact that no, it's actually the Monday that we need off. And so watch your body, watch how your body reacts to having a Monday off. And if at all you can do yourself a favor, take Mondays off every single chance you get. Okay, um, I feel like I'm raising little rebels that are not gonna wanna show up to work on Monday. I apologize if, if, if that's <laughs> happening, but <laughs> again, like it feels like right now there's so much, I mean, there are so many more freelancers now than ever before. There's so many more people that are controlling their destiny and don't have to subscribe to the nine to five Monday through Friday. So if you're one of those people and if you can control your destiny, then just move with the flow of the universe, you guys. Like it'll, and, and it'll save yourself so much trouble. You're gonna be so much healthier for it because your body could actually take the Monday to process, to heal, to purge, to detox, and do all, all the other things that it's supposed to do. Another important thing that happens on a Monday is reconnection with the mother energies. Um, this is the, if you are a female, uh, that is reconnecting with the mother energies within you, meaning this is the day where you get to heal your own wounding around motherhood and recharge, become be recharged from the moon to be an amazing mother for the next seven days if you have, you know, if you have children, right? So essentially, Monday is a self-care day for mothers. Monday is a day to take a bath if you're a mom. I kid you not, like literally, do yourself a favor and take a bath with salts or petals or essential oils or like something that feels decadent or bubbles if you are a mother. And just invite the moon to provide its motherly energies towards you because being a mom is a full-time job, as you will know if you have children, if you're a mother. And it is also something that eats up into your resource like nobody's business. That's why a lot of young mothers who don't understand how the energies flow get really, really, oh my God, drained by uh, you know being a mom. Like the first three years of your child's life are very draining for a lot of mothers, but they are draining because you're not replenishing your motherly resource. Because your motherhood resource, resource, like any other resource that you have, can and will run low if you're not replenishing it. And as you know, what happens then? Then you're fatigued, you're tired, you don't, you know, you, you don't want to uh, see your kid, you, you get angry, you get aggravated, you know, you, you, um, get you develop a short fuse you don't have as much patience you don't want to invest like in, in the development of your child it's kind of like just okay feed him or her you know if they're alive we're all good like it's it's not it's, what i'm saying is if you are to take a monday to nurture yourself and you know work with the moon to bring moon to bring back your motherly energies and recharge and replenish your motherly energies you're going to be amazed at what comes out of you as a mother you would be amazed at all of the things that you're able to give your child on an energetic level, right? Because just physically feeding a child or physically spending time with a child does not mean that your child is nurtured. Your child is nurtured if you are being an energetic resource, a very good quality, high quality energy resource for your child. There is a cord in the abdominal area that connects your belly button with the belly button of your child. It is an invisible cord, it's an energy cord. This is how your child is getting a support, is getting support and your energy from you or your love from you, right? You can tell your child, I love you three billion times, but if the cord energetically is not backing it up, your child is not gonna feel loved one day of his or her life. 
So getting back into your motherhood, replenishing that resource, taking some me time, even if it's 30 minutes on a Monday, either treating yourself or just getting some quiet time on a Monday is paramount if you want to be a good mother. If you are not female or a mother, Monday is also a really, really good day to reconnect with the inner feminine, the nurturing parts of you, the gentle parts of you, the forgiving parts of you, the loving parts of you. It's the day to open up your heart as well. Monday has very green emerald energies actually. So it's a really, really beautiful day to open up your heart. Do heart meditations, by the way. I have probably five heart meditations on our Sacred Universe podcast. So really good on Mondays. All right, moving to Tuesday. The day that I said the work week should really start. Why did I say so? Tuesday is the day of Mars, the god of war, but also um, it is all about activity in the physical. It's a very masculine day. It's a very grounded day, right? Uh, Mars, obviously, like I said, the warrior god and, and, and Mars energies are all about standing your ground. It's all actually about, um, you know, attacking and going for things and, you know, being in massive action as it relates towards, towards what you want, right? It's uh, being confident. It's being decisive, right? Um, it's the kind of fire energies that um, really help you pave the path, right? So it's a very active day. Uh, Mars is about being active. Mars is about being out there. Uh, Mars is about creating things in the physical. It's a very, very good day to create and manifest things in the physical. It is perhaps a day where your emotions can run high, not all of them, uh, the, the more masculine type of emotions, right? I don't know, competitive spirit may be high. But again, it's very good to start the work week. I would say that if you have hard tasks uh, like on your to-do list, the, the ones that require either stamina or confidence or just going for it, and especially if you've been procrastinating on something, doing it on a Tuesday, the universe is gonna be on your side. So you definitely want to make sure that you're leveraging Tuesdays to do as much of your to-do list as possible. So Tuesdays, you know how sometimes like you have packed schedules on some days and kind of like a little bit more loose, um, light schedules on others? Tuesday is a really, really good day to pack your schedule tight. Yes, will it be an intense day? It will be, but you're better off on having an intense day on a Tuesday than almost any other day of the week, right? So again, it's go, go, go. Tuesday is really bad for planning though. So that's the one thing about Mars. Martians <laughs> uh, are not really good at planning. Uh, that didn't come across right. Uh, Cause you're like, who, who are the Martians? Um, Mars is really not, uh, like, like I said, is not a planner. So um, Mars is not a strategist. He's the executioner. He's a tactician. Meaning, if you, for instance, I don't know, um, if you have big plans, but you're not quite sure how to do, how to get, like, go about doing them, Mars is not really great for planning. Mars is not strategic. He's also not creative. So on Tuesdays, trying to get your creativity going, eh, may not be the best thing, right? But if you already know what you're supposed to be doing, if you already have your to-do list set, Mars can really be extremely productive. You can check 
you know, cross things off of that to-do list very, very well. But again, I wouldn't recommend it for strategy work. I wouldn't recommend it for deep introspection. Any type of healing work, not really. Mars uh, Tuesdays are really amazing for workouts. I'm not saying that you should work out one time a week. Absolutely freaking not. But if you don't work out every day, make sure you're scheduling a workout on a Tuesday because your body is going to be primed for a workout. Um, you can build muscle a lot quicker if you're working out on a Tuesday. Any type of fire ceremonies as well could, could be a, a, like, you know, s s like if, if we're talking spirituality, like ecstatic dance could be really good on Tuesdays. Hot yoga, anything that is connected to the heat, sauna is also really, really good. Martial arts on Tuesday, amazing. So that's Tuesday. It's all about going for it right? Oh, Wednesdays. Wednesday is the day of Mercury. Not something that got preserved in the English language, did get preserved in the French. So it's Mercredi, Mercury in French. So very connected to Mercury, planet Mercury. Now, this one is interesting because planet Mercury is all about communication. However, I'll tell you that the meaning the energetic vibration of uh, Wednesday is incredibly deeper even. It goes above and beyond. M Mercury is, like I said, runs communication. But really, what does that mean? Wednesday is the day of Logos. Uh, Logos is the word of God. Not just communication, sacred communication. And creation as well. Wednesdays, Wednesdays, historically have been the days of the Divine Father or the masculine face of Source Consciousness. This has been historically the day to get in touch with your own Divine Masculinity, with getting a lot of upgrades around that. So if you are familiar with the energy of Logos and actually did a couple of episodes in the past around the power of your word um, and speech and the throat chakra, I, I think I probably mentioned Logos there as well. Um, Logos is the power that source consciousness has to bring, to take antimatter from the dark void of existence and turn that into this time-space reality and turn that into physical objects. So essentially, Logos is the force, it's the word of God. It's a force of, it's, it's a power of communication that is actually a power of creation. Source consciousness, God, creates things with the power of the word. Do you guys remember in the Bible, it says like, first there was the, the word and the word was with God and the word was God? Um, something along those lines. Um, it does speak to the power of Logos. So when the universe is being created, two forces need to participate, the masculine and the feminine. The feminine provides the energy and Logos or the masculine provides the impulse and the blueprint for what the energy should become. So it's a very formative force. So the day of the Logos was a very special day. This is the day to set intention. This is the day to work on your mission. This is the day to align with your North Star. And understand, like, so this day is amazing for understanding what your purpose is. Meditating on it. This day is amazing for getting answers around what you, what you should be doing next, right? This is a day of the creator 
in you and outside of you as above, so below. And the divine masculine. So every Wednesday, you should be asking yourself, what is it that I would like to create? What is it that I am creating today for myself, others, and this world? Your creative powers are amplified on Wednesday. You're, made, you're able to make massive strides towards moving closer to your purpose, towards actually understanding why you came here. Wednesdays is also a really, really good day to connect with your higher self because of that and all of your higher aspects. Middle self, higher self, doesn't really matter. Wednesdays are also good days for clearing the karma. So if you have been sitting on something like a hard conversation or something that you have, like you felt in resistance to doing, Wednesday could be a really, really good day to make it happen. Definitely leave all of your hardest conversations, whether you're pitching somebody like a sales call, whether you need to convince somebody or reason with somebody, Wednesdays are your days. They are, Wednesday is a day of the word, Logos. Wednesday is a day of the intellect. The intellect, again, is the domain of the Divine Father. So Wednesdays are also very cerebral. They're really, really good for finding solutions for complex issues. When something feels like it doesn't have a solve, Wednesday could be the day when you get that aha moment. Because on the one day, on the, from the one perspective, it's very intellectual. From the other perspective, it's actually highly guided from the cosmic realm, right? That's why it's the, the day of the Divine Father. So the energies of the Divine Father run extremely prevalent. This is the day for you to connect and establish the relationship with the Divine Father or the male face of God, right? Get him on your board to be one of your spirit guides. It is possible, you guys. 100% of you are connected to source energy. 100% of you could get source to be one of your main spirit guides. Wednesday is the day to do it. Moving on to Thursday. Thursday is the day of Jupiter. Again, English doesn't have that connection. French language, for instance, does. Jupiter is the strategist. Jupiter is the guru. Jupiter is all about expansion. Jupiter is all about seeing further than the rest. Jupiter is about getting perspective. Jupiter is about understanding where you are in the relationship to your goals, where you are in relationship to where you should be. So Thursday naturally provides the vantage point. Thursdays are the best days for strategy, the best days for introspection. Thursdays is kind of like, imagine that there was like a, um, a mountain, right? Like a sacred mountain. Thursday would be the day when you're quite naturally sitting atop the mountain. And the image that I, I have, it's almost like you're this very wise um, sage sitting atop the mountain in the lotus pose. And then you don't have to lift a finger, but you know everything that is. You understand, you perceive, and you're extremely receptive as well. 
So Thursdays and the days of being connected with Jupiter are the days where you connect with your highest potential, where you unlock that potential. So all the meditations that you would do on a Thursday around unlocking your power, even shadow work, coming back into your fullness can be quite, quite, quite amazing. Thursday is all about being in a state of receptivity as it relates to any uh, overcoming any obstacles. Again, so like going back to that analogy of being the sage, quite naturally sitting atop the mountain, you're above the world, right? So Thursdays are really, really good about getting perspective in the ways that Tuesdays are not. Tuesdays, you're in the rat race, whether you'd like it or not, you're not gonna get perspective on Tuesdays unless you try really, really hard. Can you as a single human push against the energies of the cosmos? Yes, you can. Are you going to be that effective at it? Depends on your own personal level of evolution and your personal level of energy. But even the best of us in terms of energy cannot fully resist the energies of the cosmos because just of the sheer weight of your body versus, let's say, the body of Jupiter. Just a little, slightly different scale, right? So you get impacted by everything in the solar system and everything in the Milky Way galaxy for that matter. Um, with or without realizing it. So Thursday is about getting that vantage point. Thursday, it's actually going to be really hard to be in the rat race. On Thursdays, you may get the most impressive aha moments. Like, I don't know, if you're a scientist and you've been working on a particular discovery, the chances are that that discovery is going to happen on the Thursday. Uh, or, you know, something that, um, I know some door is going to open up on a Thursday that eventually leads to that discovery, right? So it's Thursday is all about rising above the maze. It's um, it's getting gaining perspective whether you'd like it or not. Things that may become obvious to you on a Thursday is that you may have been going at it in all the wrong ways, right? Because what you're seeing when you're in the trenches and what you're seeing when you rise above the trenches are two completely different pictures. And so Thursdays, I would actually recommend you book one hour for introspection, really checking in with yourself, channeling your inner sage, channeling your inner guru, channeling your inner leader, really taking charge of your life, but not necessarily from a position of massive action. You really just need that one hour of introspection so you can spend some time in solitude on top of your mound, gaining perspective on where you are, right? so that you can respond to reality instead of reacting to reality. Um, Jupiter is really connected with Zeus, who obviously, as you guys well know, was the main Greek god that everything in Greek mythology revolved around. And um, Zeus, as you guys well remember, lived in the Mount of Olympus. So when you are kind of like in this meditative state, it could be interesting to try to channel your inner Zeus and imagine the mound that you're sitting atop in the lotus pose meditating is the Mount Olympus. Jupiter is also really, it's a very powerful planet. So it's all about mm, expansive mindsets. It's all about setting goals that are large and larger than life potentially, right? So if you're doing goal setting and if you're an ambitious person, I actually strongly encourage you to do that on a Thursday. Uh, probably the best day for goal setting, apart from maybe a Saturday. Um, 
Why? Because again, you're going to have that vantage point. Another good analogy for like how it feels, uh, what life feels like on a Thursday is the eagle. The eagle is a very majestic bird that's able to fly higher than almost any other bird, right? That's why the eagle is connected to the sun very often. Not to confuse you because Thursday is not a sun day. However, you're getting, again, the vantage point, right? And the, the aha moments. And because of that, strategy and planning uh, can, can become, um, most of strategy and where you're trying to go and how far you can go is really easier on Thursdays because certain limitations that you would have during other days of the week are not present on a Thursday. And so, you know, say you, you sat down on uh, a Tuesday, it may feel to you like there's no way you can achieve that thing. But when you sit down on a Thursday, you, you may be like, hmm, wow, I know that's a lofty goal, but I can kind of see how I can get there. So that's Thursday, you guys. Really beautiful day to find some time for introspection. Friday. It's a day of Venus. Historically, it has been called the day of the goddess. Friday is a day for you to reconnect with your divine feminine and with the divine mother. So if Wednesday is the day to connect with the divine father, Friday is the day to reconnect with the divine mother. Um, Friday is what, what's actually preserved in the English language is, is, the, um, is the day of Freya. Freya was a goddess in the Nordic pantheon, you know, the love of Odin. She was essentially a representative of Divine Mother and her consciousness on the planet Earth um, when, when she was here. And, um, you know, if we kind of uh, go more to the Western Europe and, you know, um, so more to the Greek Roman uh, pantheon, this is Venus and Aphrodite, right? So again, the day of the goddess. Friday is the day of beauty. Um, it is the day to harmonize all of your bodies. Venus actually is an incredibly healing energy for your emotional body and your energy body. In the same way that Wednesday takes care of your mental body and your intellect, Friday takes care of your emotions. So if you have been grappling with an emotion, if an emotion feels overwhelming, Give it to Friday to solve for. You're not going to lack for resolution, right? So Friday is the day to let your emotions run rampant. Not that uh, rampant, not that, you know, you should really be suppressing emotions other days of the week. But Friday is really, really beautiful. It's the day of the goddess. It's the day of the rose. Um, it's the day to reconnect with what it means to be in touch with the Divine Mother, right? It's the day to start receiving the codes of the Divine Mother. The Divine Mother speaks to us from the heart. She owns the heart space. Ah, the higher heart and the lower heart, both of the hearts, right? So this is really the day for you to activate your higher heart connection. This is the day for you to fill your own cup Venus is not about pushing either. If you remember, or you know, if you could sense with me, if you could feel into the energies of the goddess, goddesses are not the most hardworking people on the face of the planet. In fact, they tend to not want to lift a finger to get things. Things come to them, right? 
So Fridays are all about working on your magnetism. It's all about kind of like the clearing your feathers and doing the, um, the cleansing of the palette and the clearing work so that you can become the strongest magnet you could possibly be. Fridays are the days to be in the flow, to experience synchronicities, experience the sense of flow. On Friday, pay attention to synchronistic numbers like 11-11, 12 all these portals, um, and really be in alignment with them. Watch the synchronicities on Friday. Watch the signs. If you're seeing a wild animal or feathers on the road, do pay attention because these are the messages from your angels. These are the messages from your spirit guides. Fridays, because it is the day of the goddess, is, the day, is a very floral day. So in order to receive the healing of a Friday, I actually recommend you get fresh flowers for your house. Buy them on a Friday and make sure that on a Friday you have them readily available in your house. Meditating with a Divine Mother or on the Divine Mother is extremely um, helpful on Friday. Again, it helps you balance things out. And... Um, Practicing self-love is something that I would recommend on Fridays as well. You can even, uh, I mean, you may have to start with some shadow work, uh, with some parts work, in order to be able to explore what is the resistance around self-love that you do have. And then eventually you'll find your way into loving yourself, right? Um, but, I, you know, the day of the goddess starts with self-love and ends with self-love so it's an extremely important important day to love yourself and by the way as i'm scanning the human collective the men just tuned out for the day of the goddess no you guys you know there is a feminine aspect that you have as well so it doesn't mean that oh, somehow friday is not relevant to you it is it is actually extremely relevant because connecting with the divine mother is like having the most nurturing mother-son relationship you could possibly have. All the love that you could not get from your earthly mother, you can get from the Divine Mother and so much more, right? Friday is the day to unlock your personal abundance, to attract it into your life, to align with it. Um, so Fridays are very, very good for artistic hobbies, if you have any, whether that is singing, playing an instrument, painting, sculpture, dance, even yoga is going to work. I know yoga is not an quote-unquote artistic, but you need to flow on Friday. So if you can do vinyasa, that is amazing. Okay, that's Friday. Um, again, florals, very important. Rose quartz can also help reconnect with the energies of the mother, so try that. Saturday. Saturdays are days of Saturn. Thank you, English language. Preserve that. Saturday or Kronos. Kronos is a titan um, in Greek mythology. Kronos was a titan who was responsible for time. Still is, by the way. Kronos is extremely active, still energetically within the face of planet Earth. Granted, Kronos is a... Um, a, he's, he's a very, very ancient spirit. Probably the most ancient spirit that currently dwells within the vicinity of planet Earth and directs affairs here. 
um, Kronos um, is a little bit stuck over here. Uh, let's let's just say that Kronos itself at soul level, at spirit level, is going through his phase of exile. Uh, but he is lending and rendering a very important service to humanity and planet Earth. So Kronos, or Saturn, is in charge of karma, is in charge of payback, if that makes sense, but like reaping what you sow. What Kronos is watching out for is making sure that people don't use shortcuts, that they're actually working hard and they're earning things, right? Saturn is all about mastery. Kronos loves people, loves humans that take the time to master things. So Saturdays are actually really good days to master something. Whether you're learning a new skill, whether you're perfecting a skill that you already have, this is a good day. It's also a good day for learning. So is, uh, so is Wednesday and so it's Thursday, really good days for learning. But Saturday is good for learning something that you're going to turn into a career, not just like casual learning, like, a, I don't know, like a, let's casually learn um, a foreign language because we're going to Spain for, for the summer. No, that would not be Kronos. Uh, Kronos is something where you're perfecting your skill. Like, I don't know, say you're going through medical school and you really want to be a surgeon. Like Saturday is the day where you would want to study for something like that, right? Because Kronos actually in Saturday would reward you for the efforts. And that is the beauty of, of Saturday. Kronos loves hard workers, like I said. That's why it governs the Capricorn. Capricorn is one of the hardest working signs of the Zodiac. So really not the best day to, to spend idle and not doing much. Kronos likes when, when, when people keep busy, which is really ironic because Saturday is actually a day off. And in the Jewish culture, uh, Sabbath um, is the day we're not supposed to be working at all. I will tell you this, if you're Jewish and you're listening to this podcast, then Saturday is definitely not the day where you would want to work. But it is because there is an agreement be between, oh, I'm going to say, oh, please, please don't burn me at the stake for saying that. Uh, there is an agreement between the God of the Jews um, and Cronus. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. 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 I'm getting all these questions from the collective. Like, what do you mean the God of the Jews? Is that not the same thing as source? And no, the God of the Jews is not the same thing as source. You guys, it's another consciousness. It's part third con uh, source consciousness, but not all the way. The God of the Jews, Yahweh, Jehovah, call him whatever you want, is the same God as the God of the Christians and the God of the Muslims. Not the same as source consciousness. It's another being very an ancient being, very wise being, contains about 30% of source consciousness, but not source consciousness. So the God of the Jews has a standing agreement with Saturn or Kronos, which actually gives um, the Jewish people a carte blanche to not work on Saturdays. <laughs> Everybody else is probably should, should probably keep busy on Saturday. Again, not to be prescriptive here, but the energies of Saturdays are not conducive to chilling by the pool. The energy of Saturn is good around planning things, like, you know, uh, the, the, the planning your, how, how are you gonna conquer the world type of situation, learning things, perfecting something, mastering something, right? It's good for, uh, for 
working hard as well and not necessarily on like your nine to five even but like working hard towards what you want that's what saturdays are really really good for because again saturn Cronus is always going to reward you for the hard work um, especially if it's like work that's backed up by like a true desire or like a mission or following your purpose so that's saturday all right you guys um that's kind of the week. I really wanted to give you a quick overview, not to be prescriptive. Again, take this with a grain of salt, take whatever resonates and whatever doesn't resonate. You can just leave. And you know, even if you walk out with one or two things that you're gonna implement in your day-to-day -day life out of this episode, I consider you know my job done. I am ready to receive the questions from the Human Collective. Anything that you wanted to ask about this framework, anything that I wasn't clear on do come forth uh, do come forth uh i'm ready to receive the question the question is so it felt like uh thursdays was a bad strategy but saturdays was also a bad strategy it's a little bit different uh, uh not so much so thursdays is all about getting perspective right rising above the clutter rising above the noise and seeing where you're supposed to be going right that is your personal day like when you're sitting on the mountain in introspection and seeing the light so to say saturday is um, not necessarily that saturday is like a general that is planning and very strategic it's a general that's planning like the plan of attack right not attacking yet necessarily, but is very strategic, very, delib very del deliberate planning, if that makes sense. Very different energies. Now, um, similar because both mm, the energies of Jupiter uh, and the energies of Saturn are very large energies, right? The energies of Jupiter, though, is about expansion, while the energies of Saturn are about constriction, right? What does that mean? Um, Thursdays, right, the, the days of Jupiter, are all about going outside of your comfort zone, are all about striving for what you don't yet have, are all about conquering new lands. It's kind of like Christopher Columbus, you know, finding America. Like, what is your America, if that makes sense? Saturn is not about that. Saturn is not about leaps of faith. Saturn is not about, like, audacity. Saturn is all about saying, hey, I understand that I live in the world of limitations. Saturn is actually all about limitations and constrictions, right? It's, it's kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm showing with my hands, but it's like, you know, kind of like the, the suffocation motion, right? Like Saturn will, can and will put restrictions on you. However, here's what Saturn is here to remind everybody. We live in the world of limited resources. You're limited by a lot of things. And number one is time. So you, you only have so much time and you only have so much energy. And that is the lesson and the reminder of Saturn. Jupiter doesn't care about any of that. Jupiter could care less about time. Jupiter can give you a vantage point and be like, hey, you need to be the president of the United States, even if that takes you 60 years, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not saying everybody needs to be the president of the United States, but that is kind of the crazy Jupiter. It's like, ooh, I see like you're this politician, like whatever archetype. And they'll just like, it'll be go for it. And this is how far you can go. That's Jupiter. It knows your potential. It shows you your potential. Saturn is very different. Saturn is like, 
I know you have potential and I know you're a perfect snowflake, but listen, we have only so many years left in your life. You only have 24 seven, you know, 24 hours, seven days a week. You only have this much energy and you have all these other constraints. For instance, you may have three kids. You may have, I don't know, a disability or like an illness or something else, right? There's all these constrictions of Saturn, right? Jupiter is like, let's go there. And Saturn is like, yes, but. <laughs> so that's Saturn, right? So Saturn is all about constrictions. Saturn is all about recognizing your own limitations, right? And that is why planning with Saturn is so much more different than dreaming with Jupiter. Because that's essentially what it is, right? Jupiter is a dreamer. It's like all about dreams and aspirations and in being inspired. Saturn is very practical. Saturn is like, okay, I know you have potential. How are you going to spend your time? What is it that you're committing to? And then Saturn is going to hold you accountable because you cannot get something for nothing. Saturn is going to make you work for it, right? And again, it's like the sands of time that are slipping through your fingers, right? Saturn is extremely present to like wasting time. And so, you know, it'll always push you. It's all, it's always going to be there. Like a, in you know, a little uh, voice in the back, in the back of your head saying, Hey, are you adding value today? Like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you on track? Are you off track? Cause like we're running out of time. The clock is ticking, right? That's Saturn. Okay. Thank you. That was a great question actually. Uh, but it is important to draw the distinction where Jupiter is all about expansion. But Saturn is all about restrictions. By the way, restrictions are good, right? It's nice to know that we don't have unlimited resources. And that's why we have to spend our time wisely. We cannot be pursuing everything in the kitchen sink. Saturn, that's why, is all about choices. So Saturn is just as much about what you're not going to do as well as what you are going to do. So Saturn, because of the constrictions, it brings you into focus because it focuses you on something. It actually enables you to make it happen instead of just being distracted all the time. So that's Saturn. Okay. Anything else about the days of the week that wasn't clear? So the question is, so sorry, like is Saturday good for working or not good for working? Does it mean that, you know, we shouldn't be taking time off? Okay, this is a really tough question. Like I said, the only people that have a free pass on a Saturday truly are the Jewish people. And it's no thanks to them, but thanks to the their patron God. Uh, everybody else probably should adhere to the rules of Saturn on Saturday. Just saying. I'm not saying get a job that, uh, you know, makes you work on Saturdays. Uh, you could, I guess that's one way, right? But Saturn is very deliberate. It doesn't like empty work. So for instance, if you're on a job on a Saturday and you're not supposed to be doing that job, Saturn, you're going to have a really, really hard time committing to that job on a Saturday because Saturn is all about, like I said, restrictions and focus and Saturn, when it knows that you're not where you're supposed to be, it's going to be like, Hey, little alarm going off. Like, sorry, dude, like this is not your thing not supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing something else. So it's like that little na nagging voice. So, um, I'm not saying that you, you know, like just be ready if you're working on a Saturday that that's, you know, those types of thoughts could become a lot more prevalent on Saturdays. Now I would still use Saturday for mastery of something. 
like learning a skill, mastering something, right? Committing to something on Saturday, um, I think is 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 really um, an important an important time. What else, you know, what other questions do we have from the collective around the topic? I'm ready to receive as long as it serves the collective. Um, the question is, it felt like both the Monday and the Friday are very feminine days. Uh, it felt like one was Divine Mother and the other one was Divine Mother. So what's really the difference? The difference is, uh, I mean, yes, you are right to some degree when... Um, you know, technically, Friday is the day of the goddess, but both days are connecting you to the divine femininity or the, the feminine within. How are they different? Venus has always been more of a maiden archetype, whereas the moon has always been the mother archetype. So it's, um, you know, Venus is all about you, whereas Mondays, so Friday is all about you, Monday is all about others, actually but in, in a twisted way, right? Like you still want to nurture you as a mother, but the reason uh, you want to nurture yourself on a Monday as a mother, for instance, is so that you can nurture others, right? So Monday is all about duality in the sense that it's all about relationships actually, right? It, that's why um, I, I mentioned initially that Monday is all about, you know, being nurturing, practicing love. And so it's all, it, it's all the duality. It's number two, right? So Sunday is number one. Monday is number two. The numerology of number two is duality, right? That's when one splits into two. That is you versus me, me versus them. So it's it's the split. And so it's about understanding the other. So when you're opening the heart, and um, by the way, both moon helps you open the heart as well as Venus helps you open the heart, but it's very different. Venus is a lot more self-contained, right? It's about filling your own cup. That's why Venus is actually all about the Holy Grail. It's also the day of the Holy Grail, the Holy Grail of the Mother. It's that vessel. It's the cup, the tarot cup. You know, do you guys know the suit of cups in tarot? There is the Ace of Cups, right? That is Venus, the Venus Day, Friday. It's about filling your own inner cup so you can then show up in the world in the way that is congruent with who you are at soul level without having chunks of your energy missing. But Venus is a lot more self-sufficient and self-sustaining. Whereas um, the moon is all about being a companion, right? The moon is a planet, is a companion planet to Earth. She would not have showed up or shown up if it wasn't for the Earth. She's always been a satellite. So that is that inherent duality is already um, implied within Monday. Because of that, right? Some of your best insights around relationships, some of your most heartwarming conversations with your besties could happen on a Monday. So that is how it's different. Monday is all about nurturing an other and relationships. Friday is all about filling your own cup so that you can then emanate, emanate your God, goddess essence. But by emanating, you're also attracting. That is, that is why it's kind of like, uh, the give receive, right? Once you start emanating from a place of fullness, you also start attracting as a magnet. That's why Friday is all about abundance, whereas Monday is all about relationships. Okay, do we have another question? 
Yeah, the question is, how do we not get overwhelmed by this? Because it feels like a full-time job to follow all of these practices that you've given us and to always stay mindful. Yes, you're exactly right. That's why I actually recommend that you pick up some things that resonate and leave out the rest. Because I guarantee you there has been something that really struck you as true or something that you need to do, or like this one insight or a couple of insights throughout this presentation. It's not random. You heard what you heard because you were meant to hear it. Some of you, for each of you, by the way, there is one most strategic day of the week for you personally. And right now you can do a quick diagnostic to understand what this is. If you close your eyes and imagine seven days a week in front of you, almost like little buckets or like little calendar tears, starting from Sunday, going into Saturday. And if you ask the universe to show you what day of the week is most important to you, it'll light up that calendar tear. It will light up that day. Whatever is being lit up for you, pay attention. By the way, this may change in three, five, seven, ten 10 years, right? Because you're not the same person. You're always changing and evolving. You are a work in progress and a perfect snowflake all at the same time. So, you know, if right now Sunday may be the most crucial day for you, in five days, it may be Wednesday because you will change, right? So it's some, some, you may want to go back to this episode and redo the diagnostic, um, you know, in the future, whenever it feels right. For right now, whatever day is the most important to you is the day that you are meant to work with the energies. So whatever day just lit up for you, you may choose to go re-listen to that particular day, to the tips that I gave on that day. But also pay attention to what that day is connected to because that would be a dead giveaway of what it is that's missing from your path or needs to be amplified. Again, like what like the most strategic day of the week for you is the day where you can make the most impact. So don't skip steps of that day, whatever that day of the week is most important to you. Alrighty, you guys, per usual, your troopers, I'm sending you so much love and I will see you in the next, in the next episode. Have a great week.